Welcome to Pre-Arb Excellence, a bottoms-up Cubs podcast in tune with the team's minor league pipeline. From minor league results and development to the draft, international signings, and anything else that helps leads to pre-arb development, I'm there for it. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode 22 and Anywhere But Sloan, which focuses on Baseball America rankings and college opening day. If you have any questions about this episode or anything else about the Cubs Pipeline, ask me through the app at Tim815 on Twitter or at Prearb Excellence on Facebook. I'm about education, and if I can educate someone on the minutiae of Major League Baseball today, I've done something right. Baseball America recently came out with their rankings of who has the best minor league pipeline. The Cubs came in at 22nd, and I would imagine a couple of you are thinking, is that good? Is that bad? That's kind of high, isn't it? Don't worry about it. The rankings are a snapshot in time. Over the last week, the Toronto Blue Jays have lost a quality pitching prospect due to Tommy John's surgery, and one of their starting catchers was arrested for... um, exposing himself. Those are the things you worry about, not what Baseball America is ranking a team at. Rankings are someone's view of how well a team fills the holes in their pipeline. Baseball America does a fairly good job at it. They like players with upside. Sometimes the players that they really value don't end up doing a whole lot because the upside doesn't manifest. Don't worry about it. The question ends up being, what is it that the Cubs are going to be needing in the next couple of years? Is it going to be available? That's what matters. As of right now, the Cubs need some... Reasonably decent starting pitching. Probably could use a center fielder. Second baseman would be nice. Nico Horner can probably fill second base reasonably soon. So there's not any reason to get overly aggressive trying to locate a second baseman to cover that spot, probably. Unless, of course, you're all in for this season, which I don't think the team is. The goal of the pipeline is to be able to fill the holes as needed. The teams that fill the holes better than the need, Dodgers, are the ones that are going to be normally ranked the highest. The ones that have the fewest holes that are able to be filled in the near future, they probably will be down toward the bottom. I saw the Reds were ranked 28th. And someone was commenting how someone who was in the Reds pipeline thought he thought that was a bit a bit low for them. And very possibly so. It's organizations have good production talent these days. 
players can be found in the 14th round or the ninth round and run up through and developed. Not all of them, not consistently, not specifically at the positions you want, but to say that any pipeline is really, really bad is a bit absurd. The Brewers, for instance, have traded a lot of the prospects that they, well, they traded Trent Grisham just after he proved that he might be a starting center fielder. At the same time, they called up Keston Hira. At the same time, they traded off two draft picks to add veterans. So their pipeline is down toward the bottom. It probably should be, but that doesn't mean that if you're watching a Brewers game, you're not going to see anyone who's going to ever fill a major league uniform because you probably will. Everyone knows how to get players to develop. With pitchers, it's really touchy because if you work them too hard, they break. But with hitters, go out, swing the bat, have some fun. And if you get good enough, then you move up the ladder. And if you move up the ladder far enough, you reach the major leagues. The Cubs pipeline is fine. It's not top heavy as far as double A AA and triple A. They don't have a whole lot of hitting. They don't. And that's hopefully in the process of being fixed. Brennan Davis, Cole Roderer, Miguel Amaya. Pitching has been a little bit dicey recently. Hopefully that's in the process of being fixed. Braylon Marquez, Corey Abbott, Richard Gallardo. If you're really interested in is 22 high, is 22 low, is 22 about right, hang with me here. We'll talk about how, how the teams are actually doing in a month and a half. And if the teams are doing well, then the pipeline will get better. I hope you're enjoying Pre-Arb Excellence Cubs podcasts as much as I am bringing them to you. There are two ways you can help extend the reach of the podcast. Share a link with a like-minded Cub fan friend. I check every day to see how many followers I have, and as the numbers go up, I'm happy. Secondly, Anchor allows sponsorships for podcasts if you're interested in helping out in that fashion. Thanks for considering it. Today is Valentine's Day. It's also the first day of college baseball in the 2022 season. I'll be paying attention as much as possible. Uh, it's one degree outside, below, or nine, depending upon if, if I want to believe what my computer says or if I want to believe what I'm re hearing and reading. It's cold. It's really, really cold outside. But there are baseball games today. Some of them uh, involve multiple rank, multiple ranked teams. Louisville get Louisville's in a good game. I can't remember who they're playing. I'm not looking at anything right now. I'm doing this on the fly. But Major League Baseball TV, MLB Network is running 
Michigan against Vanderbilt. That should be fun. It's in a rematch of the NCAA Finals last year. Um, All the teams are playing today. Whichever team you're following, pay attention. See what they do. Who's the opening day starter? How far did he go? Was he... Was he throwing 92, 95, 91? What was he throwing? Um, how were his pitches looking? The stud hitter, what, was he looking like he was timing things up? Today is a fun day for college baseball because everybody's a contender. Everybody's got a chance. And a lot of cold weather teams are going down south and playing their first game outdoors and they'll get smashed. That's the way it usually ends up happening. The first couple weekends, usually there are some severe mismatches, almost like in uh, college football sort of things. But um, check it out. Watch a game. Have a team. Figure out a squad that you can back. And don't worry so much about, ooh, are they in the top 15? Are they? Have a team. There's probably a college team that you kind of like. Maybe they're kind of close to you. Closest university to me is Northern Illinois. I pay attention to them a bit. Once the Mid-American Conference gets going, they had a guy last year who was kind of interesting. I I should probably check to see how well he, see if he got drafted or what. Um, Illinois should be a decent team this year, I think. Last year they were better than this year, and next year they'll be better than this year. But they ha- they have some—they're upgrading their talent. They're upgrading, and they they don't have too much draft legit this year. But the Illini will be fun, a fun a fun follow. Excuse me, they um, Aiden Maldonado. I think he was drafted by the Brewers is a sophomore. He pitched rather well last year. Um, bit wild, throws hard. And as he develops, he could be a very legitimate piece. It's kind of a bit odd that Illinois has a legitimate major league draft pick pitcher, that, but not, not so much anymore. Not so much anymore. Tyler J went in the first round. Um... Baltimore took <sighs> Cody Sedlock in the first round. Not too first round, second round, not too horribly long ago. But Illinois is better than you might expect, considering that they're from Illinois. One place that doesn't have a game today is Fitch Park. I mean Sloan Park. I, I knew I was gonna say Fitch at some point. Sloan Park does not have a game today. I wish it did. This is the week where the position players report. There's really not a whole lot that goes on that necessarily requires the big field when the Major League veterans show up for their camp. It seems like this would be a really nice weekend to invite two, four, or six college teams to Sloan Park to have a bit of a tournament, you get six teams invited out to Fitch. Sloan did it again. Invite six, four or six teams out to the venue. 
and the executives would get to interview the players. They'd get to run rap soto on them. They, it would be a way to examine players that otherwise they couldn't examine for that weekend. The way to upgrade a talent pool, the way to get over 22, is to find players, however, whichever, whatever fashion possible, that are going to be helpful, that are going to be useful, that you can acquire. One of the ways to do that is to have games at your facility. And Sloan Park is a nice venue. Last year, it was Brigham Young and Northwestern. The Cubs didn't draft anyone from, from either of those teams last year. But that's that shouldn't be a deterrent. Find, Invite Louisville out. Invite one of the Illinois schools. Invite Tennessee. Invite, invite a good school out to Sloan. And find, maybe invite a northern school to go against them. And get get four teams, get six teams playing games. Start building a bit of a reputation of, oh, we should actually consider going out to Mesa to play in a three-game tournament out at the Cubs venue. Because... That's what college teams ought to be doing. There's no good place to play in February. Texas is okay. Florida's okay. Arizona's okay. But you can never tell what the weather is going to be like on February 14th or whatever the day is that the college baseball season starts. And a major league venue for spring training would be as good as any for my money. The, the Cubs are missing an opportunity by not having games there the first weekend of the college season. They should. They don't. Such is life. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. It means, means quite a bit to me that you chose to press play or click subscribe. My goal is to be a go-to source for the Cubs pipeline development, and questions are welcomed, either through the podcast or on Twitter at Tim815. Next time, I'll have another episode that you hopefully consider worth your time. Until then, enjoy, and be nice to people.